She's aged badly. Now seems over 40. Somebody just said that about you? Yeah. You've aged bad. And that means it's true because somebody said it. Thank you. When somebody says something that on the internet, that always means it's true. We're recording, by the way. Oh, I'm posting it to Instagram. That's like the worst. <laughs> it's like, how do... Instagram DMs, no, this was a YouTube comment, are like a literal university for how to say the worst possible thing at the worst possible moment. <laughs> if you want to know how to be the biggest asshole in the world, like just start a YouTube channel and read your comments. Thank you. Thank you for saying this about me. Thank you, a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've been listening to the book Feeling Good by by What's-His-Face, mm -hmm. David Burns. Right. And it is a master class on how to not even care at all when somebody says anything about you. I mean... it's He walks you through step-by-step step what to do. He's like, hmm, if that were true, then what would that mean? <laughs> Instead well, of immediately accepting things as truth and like talking back to the voice inside your head, wait, should I really have done that? If I've always do that, then I probably should have actually not, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's such a good book. It 90% did it. Does anyone even know what I read? Someone wrote me a comment just now. I didn't know. I hit record right as you said that. Okay. Someone wrote me a comment just now that we just posted our gender reveal video. And in the gender reveal video, um, I reveal the gender of our third baby. And we also shared James's gender reveal. And the person commented, Wow, she's aged badly. Looks over 40 now. <laughs> I'm like, am I aware that I don't look the same as I did when I had was pregnant with James? Yes. Like, I have aged. There are lines on my forehead a little bit. I am a different, you know, like I'm older. People age. I just feel like people in the comments forget that, you know... I'm a real human and I'm not a show horse that we're all just like contemplating on before we You're a YouTube show horse. <laughs> before we like consider buying this horse for a breeding stock or something. I don't know. 90% of myself is like, "Okay, a-hole, like <laughs> I don't care." And then like 10% of myself is like, mm, "I try and hide that truth from myself when I look in the mirror." Yeah. No, it's like and then like Man, a, another I, um, part of myself is like, hey, you be proud of being older. By the, the way, that's the first time I've, you like 70 times. That's the first time I've ever heard anybody say that you, you look like older than a teenager. Usually people say she looks so young. No, I've had a couple comments like when I post old videos where they're like, wow, you look so much older. Love you, love you, love you. Hugs, kisses from Minnesota or something. You're growing up. I'm like, well, it's so funny because it just it entirely what I'm reading from this book, it talks about cognitive behavioral therapy. Your thoughts determine how you, how you feel. Right. And it's like how you what you think about what that person said will determine how you feel about it. I mostly feel like they're an a-hole. If you think if you think that it's true, then it'll bother you a little bit more. Well, or if you're true. or if you have a fear that it's true, then it'll bother you bother you a little bit more. But if um, I'm aware that it's if you don't true. have a fear of that at all, or if well, you I, hold on, what I don't think I look over 40, but I am aware that I look older than I did when I was younger, which who doesn't I should be That's allowed a universal fact. to do that. Like men are allowed to look older when they're older than when they were younger. I should be allowed to not have to like freeze my age to appear as if I'm 22 for the next 60 years. Yeah. I saw a side-by-side -side screenshot on CNN of like one speech where they had the face beautifying filter on Joe Biden and another one where they did it. And Wait, does CNN do that to people's apparently, faces? Like to women's faces? To Joe Biden's face. Do they always do that they to They want him face? to look as young and youthful well, no, possible. like, do they do that to all the reporters? Is that like a thing? I don't know. Probably. But they, it was like a very <gasps> stark difference. There's video plugins. Like I've seen wedding videographers that use them. I never bought those. Really? Yeah. And it just instantly takes wrinkles out of your face, smoothens out your face, makes you look way younger. Well, I'm sure everyone uses it, not just Joe Biden. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Jimmy Fallon uses it. <laughs> I love him. 
and he looks i don't know how old he is he acts like a 20 year old well i think he just is like youthful looking and he's like that's what my filter wants you to think yeah i don't know anyways anyways uh, speaking of gender reveal we should probably go into this we revealed the gender and it was the biggest thing i've wait like the biggest way i've ever done it but it was also like wasn't that big of a deal highly just a cake. anticlimactic it was a big deal dallin i mean we didn't throw a huge party in... you've never not known what this was the first time you've never not known like where you didn't like see the ultrasound with me or read again there we go. Our thoughts determining how we feel about Listen, things. Listen, damn it. It was a big deal. <laughs> this is our last baby and I made a big deal about it. I guess big it. deal to me is like the giant soirees that people would throw no, with I didn't throw a party and catch a mountain on fire balloons. with fireworks. I didn't do that. Stuff like that. But I did buy a cake. With James, I bought a pumpkin. And with this baby, I bought a custom cake. And that's a big step up. It was. It, it was fun. It was, it was the best also, cake I've ever eaten, too. It was a super downer, though, because I thought the cake was going to be pink inside. So the whole time the kids were cutting it, I was like, okay, guys, like, don't look. It, it'll it tell you if you look. We got to wait till we take the piece out. And then the piece came out, and I didn't... I thought they forgot the color. It was just a little strip. But they it didn't was like a, a three-layer cake. And there was the first layer had white frosting in between the first and the second layer. And between the second and the third layer, there was this very faintly pink frosting yeah maybe they could have made it a little more bold of a pink but it was clearly pink all i'm saying is if i owned a cakery and i specialized in making many a gender reveal it was cake, a little underwhelming about how li- little the pink line was dye the cake pink for goodness sake yeah. or do both layers of frosting pink so anyways we have some new emails for you from you guys that we're gonna dive into and uh, again we are not professionals we don't try to just yeah. spew out wax poetic and spew out all this professional advice we just we're just sharing you know our thoughts or maybe our personal experience or where where we're coming from or how we would approach it that's it how would i feel if this happened to me that's it and so it's not at all professional because yeah if i i don't i don't know that's it that's it just hanging out with us just hanging out with us talking about people's relationships Mm mm-hmm I think coming up this month, um, like definitely send whatever you want to send. Like we want to talk about what you guys want to talk about, but I think it would be fun to kind of like hash out the holidays, like anything crazy go down that you want to just vent about. And we can kind of be like, OMG or Hey girl, you were totes in the wrong. Um, and then other fun things, maybe like, um, I think it would be cool to talk about like your resolutions this year do you have any like different ones out there ones or maybe you and your spouse came up with something really cool or interesting i think it'd be cool to hear what you guys are doing for your new year's resolutions what you're working on together or individually um either from what you've maybe what you've heard on this podcast or other podcasts or therapy or anything okay here's our first email this one i'm definitely not going to use the name because they asked me not to the title is i feel like i cheated on my husband Well, then you probably did. Let's find out if we think so too or not. Hello, guys. I'm going to jump right into it. My husband and I are 22. We got married when we were 19 and found out we were pregnant just a few months after that. We have a house, good jobs, a healthy toddler, and all things you could ask for. Last night, I had a dream that I was married to my ex. Oh, you're good. I cheat on Ashley all the time in her dreams. and And she wakes up and I'm a horrible person. And TikTok videos that are very viral confirm that this is a common thing amongst husbands and wives wives having like I like don't... wives where their husbands dreams wives dreams where their husbands or their boyfriends cheat on them it seems like it's a pretty common thing this is what happens in the dream it's recurring and often not so much as often as it used to be in your dreams i think yeah no this dream and it was always the same what would happen is you we would have been married, right? And like have our kids, like everything would be our normal life. And in the dream, you would have left me. And I am like realizing you've left me. And I, every time in the dream, like some, I guess your mom knows where you are. And I call your mom and I'm like, where's Dallin? Like, I need to find him. And she's like, sweetie, he's left you. (laughs) And I'm like, well, we have kids like, and she's just like, I'm not going to give him up to you. I'm not going to, 
my mom yeah it's always she your called mom. you you like condescending sweetie tone just like yeah and like she knows where you are and your whole family knows where you are and they won't tell me where you are and you have no desire to be with me and then i finally like get a hold of you and you're just like it's never gonna happen ash and then sad. i wake up yeah gosh it's so sad <laughs> i've never had a dream that you did that to me it stems a lot from like our dating history like Oh, well, and yeah, I broke I was up with you super for a little bit. nervous that it, it shook Ashley, rightfully so. I mean, I think that's it, really, it's that my was, personality too. Like, to I was always very skeptical of anyone ever like loving me or falling in love with me. That's sad. So I think it's just a lot of personal, um, what's the word? Insecurities or f- deep fears. Yeah. No, that's I a also dream you thing. kill me a lot too. You so do. there's also that. Yeah. So that's fun to talk her down from those dreams. Um, okay. Anyways, she had a dream. She was married to her ex. She says we dated in middle school and high school puppy love. Basically he cheated on me. And the only reason I found out was he told me I left something at his house, but it was not mine. He went off into the military Mm -hmm. and I think this is all real life stuff, not her dream. Yeah, no, this is, he went off into the military and had soon messaged me saying we should get married and have kids like we always wanted. Weeks go by and I hadn't heard from him. Then I started dating my now husband. Two weeks later, my ex messaged me saying he was in town and wanted to take me on a date. I told him I was in a relationship now and that was basically it. I really didn't think of anything of it until last night when I had a dream that I had married my ex and we were so happy. I feel like I cheated on my husband even though I know I didn't. I was just so happy in my dream that when I woke up to my real life, I was almost sad. Like, why can't I have that with my husband now? Part of this is because my husband and I are having a few issues and I've just been in a funk. I know I wouldn't be happy with my ex, but my mind keeps going back to what if. I don't want to get divorced because I love my husband and he's the father to my child. I just want to figure out how to let that go and how to fall in love with my husband all over again. He refuses therapy. He says, why would I talk to a stranger about my issues when I don't even talk to you? So for now, that's off the table. I'm working on convincing him. Thank you for any help you may have. This is like a two-part note. Like, let's let's dive into have you cheated on your husband by dreaming about another man who you once loved and in seemingly enjoying the dream, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think... I think it's like a life rule. You can't be blamed for things that your mind does while you're asleep. No, minds like, are crazy. Like again, Minds can come up with all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like all sorts of stuff. I've had... I mean... I've had dreams, I think, about, I can't remember, like, I've had dreams or thoughts about other men when, like, and then I wake up and I'm like, that was weird, like, where'd that, but I don't feel like I've cheated on you or anything, or if I did, I would be like, Dylan, I had the weirdest dream. Yeah. And it would be no big deal. Um, I don't know, I mean, and then on, on the other hand, you can't blame your brain because you were just like, he came back into your life. So you're, like, you're going to be thinking about him a little bit like, wow, that was weird. And like, what if, like, I think everyone thinks about what if, like, what if I had said yes to this guy? Or what if we hadn't cheated on each other? Not even longingly, just like my life could have gone in such a different direction. And he's kind of spurring those thoughts. Um, if you don't want to talk to him, like, just don't talk to him anymore. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. I personally have made the life choice not to watch mini shows with Ryan Reynolds or Zac Efron in them because they lead to sometimes dreams because like there are things, there are people who I loved so deeply as a teenager that it is Zac Efron and Ryan Reynolds that it is just hard to not, you know, like go into that fake boyfriend land right. when I watch their shows and my brain can't be stopped at night. You know, it just can't be stopped. Well, I admire you for doing that. Brains are hard to control. So I just don't watch High School Musical very much anymore. <laughs> like it still, just it still once gives a me week, the hots. Once a week tops. I can't help it. I just can't help it when they pick up those basketballs and start singing. <laughs> do I need to do that more? Is that athletic what you musical about? men? <laughs> just ticks all my boxes. All right. Good to know. I've noted that. Athletic musical men. Start singing you a song as I dribble the basketball I in our room. I prefer baseball, but... Oh. 
Well, that that's good because I'm a baseball player. He made up for his basketball love with a love for the stage in Broadway. Zach. Zach. <laughs> yeah, Ashley named her cell phone Zach Efron. Zach Efron, the iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Jonas. Just... Did anyone see Nick Jonas when he um, played the role of Marius in Les Miserables? My next iPhone was Nick Jonas Marius, the iPhone. <laughs> the love is real and deep and true. <laughs> and oh. Dallin should know how much I love him just in the fact that I have chosen him over Zac Efron, Nick Jonas, all of the Backstreet Boy members, and Ryan Reynolds. I don't have their picture on my phone. I have Dallin's. You do. Which is... Yeah, and I admire you for doing that because brains are crazy. Like, brains will just wander places if you let them. The brain on autopilot... This is a Tony Robbins quote. Brain on autopilot will be a life of, of anxiety and stress. Fearing a lot of things, also just seeking pleasure wherever it comes from. Yeah. Like that's those are that's a brain on autopilot, you know? And it seems like you're having a rough time in your marriage right now, and I don't think you can blame your brain for kind of like it's almost like a um like self security thing, like kind it's of normal. going to a safer place or imagining yeah. a safer situation where you feel safer. I was and, listening to a podcast about addiction and um this guy talked about how if you're getting stressed about something yeah like a less stressful your brain will fantasy like if it gets too stressful your neo your uh your um your amygdala will take over do an amygdala takeover over over your neocortex your thinking your logical brain your amygdala will just take over and seek pleasure where it's found it before whether it's a drug of some sort or alcohol or um or something oh, and that's and that's that's unhealthy like you want to keep in harmony with natural law as good as you can but nobody's perfect like we're all human so i would expect your brain to do something like that it's like your stress your real life is stressed something came in your brain's starting to wonder what if i could get some pleasure there or like, just that's so normal escape my stress and then you come back to reality and be and this is proof that you're a good person who wouldn't cheat on your husband you told yourself Nope, I'm going to make the choice to be faithful, even though my brain is seeking pleasure of elsewhere. And it's and, just a and dream, work th- too. through like, this as a responsible adult. You woke up and had like seven seconds of logical thought and were like, no, like, I love my husband. I have a family. This guy, for one, cheated on me. For two, we haven't seen each other in years. Like, mm-hmm. logically, this probably wouldn't work out great. Yep. And he's like on leave and kind of giving you a booty call it sounds like i don't know maybe it's more wholesome than that yeah anyways good job for telling him no as far as therapy with your husband you can only make a loving request and you can do as much as you can for yourself to kind of make yourself more self-aware and a better communicator and hope as time goes on and if you still need it that he's more receptive to that maybe you can't force him to go to therapy and i don't think you should give him an ultimatum a very personal thing um but you can always go and learn and grow and kind of broaden how you communicate and how you process and maybe that will be what your marriage needs to kind of heal um it's concerning that he would be say something like if i don't even tell you my feelings why would I tell a therapist? And it's true. Like, why would he? Well, that's a very common thing for a lot of people to think, especially guys, probably. Maybe make it a prerogative to to find ways to communicate about his feelings. Ask him how he's doing more. Ask him, instead of getting annoyed at a bad attitude, say things like, wow, you're, it sounds like you're having a hard time today. Like, what's going on? Even though your gut reaction would be like, okay, a-hole, like, stop being <laughs> such a jerk. Um, just yeah. kind of like work on building a friendship think of it as a friendship like obviously you're married but how can you how can you be better friends and become with him what you are with some of your best friends where you tell each other everything yeah the better you get at at like reflective listening and being a really good listener and be like and reflecting understanding of of what they're saying and how they're feeling like, wow, sounds like things really aren't going your way at work and that's making you pretty mad. Yeah, like the more that you do that, the more like 
he'll recognize like, wow, I feel really loved by this person. And the more you speak their love language, whatever it is, of physical touch, quality time, gifts, acts of service, like the more you speak their love language, they can't help but feel loved by you and see these proactive efforts on your part to invest in your relationship. Like, like people are going to feel that and notice that. Yeah. Be a safe place for him and do to him what you want him to do to you. Start sharing your feelings with him. Tell him uh-huh. about good, like good days and bad days and exciting things that are happening to you. And, and just kind of try and build that back and forth. I feel like, I mean, just for me and Dallin, when we got married, we kind of like stopped communicating trying. about feelings wasn't well, we even just, a thing. Well, I sort of when we were I mean, dating. I to you because like, you're really good we at that. Trying, to me, it wasn't. I feel like when you're dating, you're trying really hard and you're wanting to be open and share. And then we, for us, we got married and it was like, okay, like time for us to just be cool and good and focus more on like, I don't know, like we were just married. So we kind of felt like, oh, the deal is this, it, the deal is sealed and. Mm-hmm. We're just like moving forward full speed ahead. And then you kind of get two years down the road and you're like, what's going on with him? Like, I don't even know Like, what you just kind of realize how much you don't know. And then you're kind of like, well, we're married. We're not just meeting each other. How do we go about kind of figuring each other out more? Yep. I don't and know. we went through that after we're married. I think most people do unless you're like, Unless you've been together for a lot of years and yeah, live like together. You do that whole route. Yeah. Which is, we did the whole, you know, the other route. We did the whole, like, Ashley's scared Dallin's going to leave her. So she's, we're, I don't know, like, pushes for marriage and Dallin's all for it. And we get married really fast. So that I'm not afraid that Dallin will There was leave a lot me. of pressure from our church, too. I mean, that's what everybody's told. Like, get married right after you come back from your mission. And I, I was definitely, growing up, I was... um I think maybe I that caught, was your reason. And my caught. reason was I don't want him to leave me. So I want to get married to him as soon as possible. So it would be hard for him to leave me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not healthy either. It's not. Ashley doing that. And my reasons were um, just because it's what I've been told I should do. He thought it was the right. We actually liked each other too. But we really we, liked each other. We, uh, we had all other reasons too. It was just really fast. Like it went like down it wasn't strictly because we were such good friends and wanted to make it legal that we were like to profess our love like it was it was other reasons right like there was obviously like a lot of hurt feelings on my part and a lot of not knowing on Dallin's part kind of like which is fair like he doesn't have to know in two weeks if he wants to marry a girl and you don't think I was sure I wanted to marry you uh no i mean maybe when we got married but i don't think you were sure when we started dating and i was well, like, nobody's sure when well, they start dating i know but i said to you i won't date you unless you break up with your the girl you're writing to well i feel like that's pretty normal no i think it is too like props to me but i don't know if you were like 100 percent. this is the right choice I, oh, maybe. I was oh you were yeah. yeah well you were i was the one that initiated I communication it. with you again communication i know but you you didn't break up like i think you were it's a process i think you were kind of wanting to feel out if it was gonna work out before you well i wanted to make sure you were still interested in me people are very confused right now so dallin broke up we weren't i thought we were sort of dating in his mind we weren't dallin ended whatever was happening with us because he wanted to pursue this other girl who was going on a mission for our church for 18 months and kind of like the cultural thing when your person goes on a mission is you're kind of allowed to date around. Right. I feel like that's kind of allowed. I feel like that's on an individual basis. Well, I guess that, right. I don't know. I think it's kind of expected by the person on a mission. You're at BYU. So you would know more of the cultural aspect of dating while waiting for a missionary. Most people. How's it Weber? Most people are kind of that in my experience, are kind of like, I really hope this works out and I love you and I'm going to like stay in touch with you. Oh, but well, let me just say that's not what missionaries are thinking out there in the field. I have a lot of, they're all thinking their girlfriends are waiting for them. No, I have a lot of girlfriends whose guy friends were like, whose boyfriends were told them like date around, make sure you want me. 
And if you find someone else, you find someone else. Oh, well, like, I, I guess f- not the missionaries that I knew. Maybe they just, I don't, I'm sure there's all different kinds, yeah. but I think everyone is sort of aware that their person at home will date around a bit. Well, if it's going on, then I would hope they knew because then that would be sad. But I remember it was like announced across the mission whenever somebody got written off, <laughs> like, oh. like, oh man. Her's girlfriend, and and they would just be kind of sad, but everybody in the like our area would, like I don't know. It's just it was a common occurrence. Well, I feel like, and it then ha- it went as soon as it be like the missionary got over it, we would like read the letter and be like, oh dang, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like depend. Some were long, some were really short. Yeah, yeah. So that's Dallin's girlfriend was on a mission when he came back and reached out to me, kind of thing. I wouldn't even... He wasn't, like, cheating know, on her. This is just weird. I've never... Well, I, I just, don't think about this. I just felt like it was weird we were talking about, like, you having, like, two Oh, filling in the gaps if anybody doesn't know he our did, backstory. He didn't have two girlfriends. And I reached out well, to Ashley. I've been missing her a lot. And I was like, look, I want to hang out with you again. And, and Ashley's I, like, I, I will do it, but I just don't want to do it unless it's, like, we're intentionally dating to see if we want to get married. Right, and I was, so I, I was like, yeah, totally. And I wrote off the girl... And then, or just serious. I just told you I couldn't play around with you. We're yeah, we're being serious about it, and I was. So I didn't say you had to marry me. I just said, unless we're gonna be like courting each other. I told you I wouldn't kiss you. I wouldn't just like fool around and make out with you, which was our history and past. If we weren't actually dating, right? So we did, and we were, and we did. Anyways, and um, that's why I was very like i just need to get this guy married to me so he can't like i didn't want i don't know i didn't want her to come home or anything and you would have to like, oh she some... still had like a whole nother year i know but people come home i was serious i loved you i just didn't know for sure yeah we rushed things really fast we started dating in january and got married in june I mean, you were late for the wedding and i thought you were okay 10 minutes late and it was 10 minutes more... late for being two hours early to our wedding okay well Meet my family. And you were really stressing out. Because my grandpa, who was marrying us, was also really stressing out. And all of my family was standing there around me like, he left her once. It could happen again. Gosh, that's horrible they of them. They didn't say that to me, that. but there was the like feeling in the air of no one talking. Well, there I rolled up nine minutes late. It and was I'm just like, hey, I'm ready to get married. And Ashley's all like stressed. I'm sure it's a common thing. Motions are running high on a wedding day. Well, We got through it. You also didn't answer my phone call the first couple times. Well, I should have, and I'm sorry. And I don't think you did. I think you I just could have didn't had more empathy. I think you just didn't towards see my it. sweet wife. I think you just didn't see it, but it's not a good sign. No, I saw it, but I was like, "Oh, we're rolling up in just a few minutes. I'm gonna go see her." I didn't think it was that big a deal. I know, but I could have had a little bit more empathy to you in your situation, and known that there were such movies out there as Runaway Bride and many every, other shows literally every show right so anyways um man good luck grass like the grass is greener syndrome is real brains seems like brains have a tendency to just think the grass is greener on the other side but i think the real joy in life is is accepting reality and owning your present reality and like making things happen that you want to make happen in your life and believing that tony robbins says this life is always happening for you not to you yeah i love that quote lately life is happening for you not to you you're not we're not these reactive people just taking hits all day like like see the good see the positive make things happen that you want to happen and just like freaking own your life and see life as happening for you not to you and you can do whatever you can. Like one spouse doesn't control the other. You can totally invest in yourself by going to therapy and learning such good marriage skills, personal skills, mental health skills, and improve yourself however you can. And that will inevitably improve your relationship with your husband. And hopefully he feels it. If not, you can have another conversation after like six months down the road if there's literally no improvement. But like invest in yourself, girl. And this is a new year. And just like invest in yourself and be your best self this year. No matter what's happening around you, you could just accept reality and make things happen in your life. Mm-hmm. Boom. And, That's my rant. And I think next email, if anyone's going to know if it's over or if it's not working out, it's going to be you and you need to trust. And it sounds like she's just going through a rough patch. It's not like a horrible yeah. thing right now. Rough patches happen all the time but because if, we're human and you can patch... validate the humanity in each other too. And I, that's a really healthy yeah. place to be at too. 
Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys hear us talk all the time about how much a therapist helped us both individually and as a couple. We recommend going to betterhelp.com where they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It is so easy. It's all online. It is private. It is convenient. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. They will match you with a counselor specific to your needs. Things such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Everything you share is confidential, it is professional, and it's affordable, especially for you guys, listeners of Taking Sides the Marriage podcast, because we got you a 10% off code for your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash taking sides, and you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash taking sides for 10% off your your first month of professional counseling. We are supported by KiwiCo. You guys have probably seen us play with KiwiCo boxes on our vlogs with George and James. Man, we love them so much. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects designed to expose kids to concepts in STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. You can customize the box based on your kid's age. Boxes are delivered monthly and come with all the supplies you need for that month's project. The last box George and James did together, we had this little monkey art project where we created a tree and put bananas in it and we counted them and we created together and they just really, really loved it. And it provided like hours of quality learning entertainment. And we felt like awesome parents. And all we had to do was just get a KiwiCo box. With KiwiCo's hands-on art and science projects, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments, and more, all from the comfort of home. Everything you need to make STEAM seriously fun delivered to your doorstep. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code TAKINGSIDES. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com, K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code taking sides. All right, this is from Madison. Apparently, this is what she titled it, apparently a weird food thing. Hi, Dallin and Ashley. My name is Madison and I'm from Iowa. You guys can totally use my name, LOL. Madison, I have my judgment hat on for you. Okay, we're ready to judge you as impish or admirable. I've been a huge fan of your YouTube channel for years now, and I've recently been binging all the Taking Sides podcasts since I started my new job. I actually look forward to going to work now because it means I get to listen to y'all's podcasts, LOL. That's fun. I got my hair cut today, and my hairstylist said that she rarely watches YouTube and stuff because it's like you have to be engaged in the video and to, in order to understand what's going on. But she freaking loves podcasts because, and she's, and she said she loves NPR too, because she can listen while she's doing other things. Oh, NPR. My favorite is when, you know, like they do the news and stuff, which is great, but then they go into these like tangent news stories about the most random wholesome little things like NPR is good like homesteaders in Pakistan developing a new crop of pomegranate and I am so into it and so invested and I just feel like I know about the world after NPR yeah we follow this Instagram page Ashley started following it recently and we just both have the same Instagram feed the Dashleys that we both scroll through I control it's called Dallin follows it's called all sides yeah if I want Ashley to warm up the idea of like a vacation I'll just follow some vacation into Cancun pages or for a vacation <laughs> I know or like have you seen that video of the guy who wants new golf clubs for Christmas so he takes his wife's phone and yeah. Follows like golf club accounts and stuff mm-hmm. and then goes to golf club websites and then they run ads on her Facebook and Instagram pages because Facebook knows everything that, that you do. That would never work. That would, if, if I, I would just be like, it's so weird. They think <laughs> I want golf clubs and I don't. No, no, this is an FBI tactic. I learned it in a book. But I would never just. To become friends with somebody, you, um, you just start by familiarizing them with you. Like being around them kind of the same time I'm seeing just like you. oh i see golf you like golf i see ads all the time for golf <laughs> no just subtly uh, subconsciously your brain warms up to the idea when Do you, you, go s- to when you see it a lot i see their ads a lot yeah <laughs> oh tailor-made's cool i love tailor-made i know ads. all about those yeah so anyways where were we oh um spotify invited us to just talking about podcasts spotify invited us to try out a new beta feature where we can like ask you guys questions in the podcast and you can text your response. Texting? Really? We'll type it, type it into Spotify and it's only going to be on Spotify. 
Okay. So if you're interested in trying that out, apparently they're going to roll it out for us soon. Go start listening to the podcast on Spotify. My favorite place to listen to podcasts, by the way. It just organizes it well. It remembers where you were. If the podcast that you were listening to is like way down in the feed, it will bring it to the top. I'm like gonna, I'm gonna Apple, use... Apple, Apple, I hate Apple podcasts unless they've improved recently. Spotify Shh, is just so much easier to listen to. What? Don't say bad things about them. They'll probably block us. Apple blocks everybody they hate. Non-political comment. Moving on. So I I just listened to Husband Wants to Be a Gamer episode and I heard somebody else's weird food thing being cinnamon rolls with chili. LOL, that is definitely a Midwest thing. Like, and my cousin but they didn't up in eat Dem- it on top of each other. It was just, just in the same meal. In the same meal, yeah. Bite of chili, bite of cinnamon roll. My cousin's up in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines? When you say Des Moines, do you mean Des Moines? Des Moines, Iowa mm-hmm. and in South Dakota. Both do that as well. I grew up in Southeast Iowa and we eat peanut butter sandwich on white bread dipped in our chili. Peanut butter dipped in chili? You would probably like that. Dallin puts peanut butter. When growing up, my dad mixed peanut butter and honey together and we ate that on salting crackers with our chili. He like mixed it first? He like pre-mixed it? It was peanut butter and honey mixed together and we put it on salting crackers and ate it along with our chili. And we all loved it. you dipped it in chili? No, we just ate it. So you would eat a bite of chili. And we would put it on our cornbread and we would dip salting crackers in. I don't, my just dad hold, really loved salting you, crackers. One of those dad things. It's chili for dinner at your house, right? Uh-huh. And we didn't dip and it. You're putting crackers no, in your chili. just like they ate no, cinnamon rolls Well, like people put chili. crackers in their chili. And then sometimes when you have a cracker during chili night, you put honey and peanut butter on it. But you're not mixing. No, we didn't mix the two. That so would, she dips peanut butter. That would butter, cross a line That right would there. cross it. I would judge myself as impish. So she, she puts peanut butter and on white bread and dips it in her chili. I literally never thought it was a weird food thing until I started traveling across the country with my husband and for his job. And literally no one else does And it. everybody just starts staring at her at the dinner table like, the hell are you doing? Yeah. Uh, people in New Jersey would literally give me dirty looks when I told them to try it. LOL. It's yeah. seriously so good. I don't even use a spoon while eating chili. I just use the sandwich to dip. My husband is from Florida and his entire family thinks I'm a crazy person when I ask for a peanut butter sandwich for my chili. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And that's, that is definitely a weird you one. You don't even use a spoon. That's a lot of peanut butter sandwiches to down a yeah, bowl of chili. You're really up in the caloric value of chili. <laughs> you <night>. really are. <laughs> that's a lot of peanut butter. I absolutely love you guys and your little family. I was so incredibly heartbroken for y'all when you lost your pregnancy. Oh, thank you. Um, and my mom and I literally jumped up and down and did a happy dance when we found out about your rainbow baby. That's so nice. We've been saying lots of prayers for you all. I'm actually pregnant and do May 1st. Congrats. So it's been fun kind of being on my pregnancy journey while watching yours you're too. like um i always love being ahead of people because when when they're sick you're like oh i'm not sick anymore and i don't i don't like it's not like a prideful thing it's just it reminds when you see them being so sick it reminds you of when you were sick and you're just so grateful not to be sick versus being someone who's trying to get pregnant and you see someone who's in their first trimester really sick and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like on the fast tr- track to this. Uh-huh. And then after you have your baby, it's always really fun to just like all your friends who are a little bit behind you are still pregnant and you're like, he, I'm not pregnant anymore. It's so great. Huh. And then when they have your baby, their baby, it's just like fun to not be counting down the days or anything. And it just, yeah. it's just fun to be ahead of someone. Yeah. So congrats. You're ahead of me. (laughs) You can, well, like, cause you're just always constantly counting down. Like I remember when I went through that, like counting down the days to the next week and to see someone who's like six weeks behind you, it makes you feel really like far along, Mm -hmm. which is fun because usually you you feel like you're not really far along. Yeah. It's fun. Is it Del? It is. I mean, I can imagine that it would be fun to be like, well, glad I'm not going through that anymore. Dallin thinks I ramble, so he... <laughs> I was just finding the next email. This one's called to text or not to text. Mm, text. Always text. It's always better to text. Text them. Don't even need to read it. People are going to say, no, talking on the phone is better and more communicative. I'll do that with like my mom or Dallin. I like talking to you and like my sister and maybe like two other choice people in my life, but literally everyone else just text. You don't even text back at everybody else. I don't. They don't always warrant a text back. Sometimes it's just informative. <laughs> so you think they're just sitting there wondering what you're wondering. 
I'm in a lot of group text now. That's why I have 700 unread text messages. Because I read them as they stream in, but I don't want to have to do face ID and everything. All right. Let's see if Nicole should text whoever this is or not. So my name is Nicole. I'm 24 years old and I found your podcast and vlogs during quarantine. You guys come up with me on daily walks. Speaking of which, Facebook told me that we got 50,000 new followers with our, like in the last month. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Lots of new people are following along on the pregnancy and hopefully coming over to the podcast too. Welcome. If you're new, apparently Nicole is one of the new ones. Welcome, Nicole. And uh, she says that we've gotten her through some really, a rough, a really rough breakup. Oh, well, glad we could help be there for you Don't, virtually. When Dallin broke up with me the whole way home, we, I was driving home from Idaho with this group of people and they all, the whole way home, all they listened to was Taylor Swift's albums one after the other. And it was the worst experience of my life. But you also felt like Taylor Swift got you. I don't ever want Taylor Swift to speak to me the way she spoke to me <laughs> on that trip home from <laughs> Twin Falls, Idaho. Taylor Swift, stop singing to my soul so much. Stop. So I just don't listen. You'll be better if you just block Taylor I think, Swift. I for think the it next was a while months. ago. It sounds like it was a while ago. Okay. We helped her get it th- get through it. I had been in a relationship for four years, most of it long distance, as he is in the military. We started dating right when he joined the Marines, so it was always that's our rough. dream to move in together. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a rough time. Get married and start a family when his active duty time was up in four years. It had always been his plan for all four years of our relationship to use his GI Bill and go to college. During that time, we'd get to live together and start our lives. But back in September, we hit a really rough time where he started to question whether he wanted to re-enlist for six more years, including deployments, or get out and go to college. The decision had to be made by January 3rd, 2021. Through his questioning, I tried my hardest to be an unbiased sounding board where he could talk out his decision. He never wanted to talk to me about it and just asked me to stop asking and started to pull away from me. I'd go entire weekends without without hearing from him. And I started to question when enough would be enough. How long would I have to endure the really rough patch? Luckily, I didn't have to decide because he broke up with me in October over text while I was at work. He asked a call later in the day to explain, and he just kind of said he felt like I was more in love with him when he was than he was with me. He said that we should refrain from contacting each other and just go our separate ways. Okay, finally to my question, I have no desire to get back with him or pursue any kind of friendship. I am doing really well and am finding myself again. Well, good for you. Yeah. However, I cannot shake the question of what did he decide? Did he re-enlist? Did he apply to college? I feel like I just have to know what the answer is to his decision that caused the breakup. Do I text to ask or do I hope the wonder and do I, do I hope and wonder and questioning that I'm feeling that the wondering and the questioning goes away with time. Will texting him reopen the wounds that I've been healing Thanks so much for reading my life story. You guys are amazing and I'm thankful I found your platforms with love from Connecticut, Nicole. Okay. I'm going to say what I think and then Dallin's going to say what he thinks. Um, if your only desire is to find out if he went to school or the army, I think this is something you can find out by way of some just simple social media social, stalking. So, I can't say the words social, social media stalking simple easy peasy you probably follow members of his family you probably follow him unless they've all blocked you and deleted you You, you're probably friends with his friends like there is a way where there is a will there is a way (laughs) um there are many platforms and like you i i mean like i don't want to say i'm like excellent at doing this but you are it's not part of your duties are too it's just not a hard thing to do if you really want to know something if what you're wanting to know is what did you decide slash how did that play into our breakup, then I would not call him just so you're not trapped in like a weird, awkward situation. Texts are just so, if he wants to talk to you, he can, he can see what you're asking him before he responds and like think it over and have the appropriate words if you just call him out of the blue, like if if an ex were to call me, I would A, panic, B, ignore the call, C, stress about calling them back for like days. I would just be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> well, we're not all you, Dallin. Well, I'm not saying mine's better than yours. It's just different. If you are like me, just text him and just create a safe place for 
a timely response or a not so timely response. And if he doesn't respond, then he doesn't want to talk to you. And it's a good thing you didn't call him. I think you should do what Michael Scott did with all his past <laughs> lovers. Remember, he's just like, when he got no agenda. Sword. Well, maybe there was probably an agenda, but he was just calling he to get open. closure and wonder what happened and also kind of tell him that maybe they have herpes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he just, you can just say, Hey, um, hope you're doing well. Um, don't look in, don't look into this or I hope this isn't weird. Talking about like, this I'm not giving like, me herpes. I've been doing great. I'm enjoying my life, well, whatever. To... I just wanted to, I just wanted to get some closure. Love to know what's going on or, or, just or something like... like you can just start saying the intention for my call or the, in- I'm like, that's really formal <laughs> sounding, but get it across that I'm your so intention, your intentions are just to get closure. I don't think that means that you still love him or want to be in contact with him still. I mean, you guys dated for a long time. I think a text where you're like, hey, hope you're doing well. This is kind of embarrassing, I but I literally weird. cannot stop wondering what you chose to do. Like, yeah, nothing are, wrong with that. Did you rejoin in the, are you, did you resign? Are you going to college? It's just like the great mystery of my life right now. Well, and I couldn't find anything out when I stalked you on social media. So please tell me. That would hint at you wanting to be his friend. I don't think so. It would. P.S. I don't want to be your friend. Really? Yeah. But what is you calling? Huh? Would you call and be like, P.S. Let me just lay some ground rules. I don't want I guess. I mean, it would come across that you're totally cool and chill with them now. I think she wants to know what he did. Like, she's just curious because it was such a huge predicament. I don't think there's anything wrong with that if you don't want to want to. If you want to just texting is better than the waters and just be like, I just want some closure. People don't call who want nothing more than just a conversation. What? Like, I'm not. This might be more of a girl thing. Guys just call out of the blue. just no, they like don't. talk about guys it. love to text. i mean they could if they wanted to and she'd be like cool see ya and no. it'd just be done Think about my cousins they're this generation okay we're we're a, we're a previous generation i don't and i think that you can overgeneralize people by when they were born too everybody's different i'm just saying my cousins I, for me personally never just call, call and anybody. like get the call done and then just hang up maybe that was a skill I developed on my mission. We called a ton of people every day, all day. And then I was in sales calling people all day on the phone. So maybe I'm just more comfortable calling on the phone. We're back in dating land. Uh, You didn't just call me when you wanted to get back. We literally talked for hours. No. Every day. You, no, you texted me. Uh Uh-huh. That's how you started things. Started things. I never said uh, you shouldn't text. You can totally text. I'm just saying like she doesn't want a relationship or a friendship. She just wants to figure out some answers. I say text. Yeah. You should probably text first. You don't have... You, are you, Did I ever say you should just call first? Yeah. I thought that's what you were getting at. No, I Calling wasn't. is better than texting in this situation. No, it wasn't. Oh. I said I wouldn't, I wouldn't shy away from it. Maybe I would start it with a text like, hey, can you talk? Oh, no. Later or no. something. No. I'd be like, oh, shit. You stress about these things more than me. And that's okay. Can we talk means like... No, that's only... Just say it. Those are only the thoughts that you're projecting. Literally, that's (laughs) just a few... Anyone would project. Those are just a few words Just tell me what you want to talk about. That's an entrapment. Tell me what you want to talk about before I agree to talking to you. No. It is. It's entrapment. Sure. And then just talk. I don't... I can't be like, sure, because I don't know what you want (laughs) to talk about. And I definitely don't want to go down some conversation avenues with you. Okay, then don't. Just text. Just tell. Say. Okay. Just text. Say what you need to say, but say it in a text. Hey, hope you're doing well. Well, I've just been. I'm just wondering, hoping you can provide me with some closure. It just something along those lines. No big deal. I'm not like thinking out the perfect words to say right now. I'm just okay. Ashley freaks out like when we come up. I say ideas for like titles of a video. She thinks that I've become set and determined on this is what i'm going to title this video and she like freaks out but i'm just personality i'm just thinking out loud i but ashley is so good at thinking before she speaks i think by speaking i think the things you speak are your actual desires nope i'm just throwing it out there to see how i feel about it (laughs) that's just me that's how i think i know and it stresses you out sometimes should we do one more 
Let's do one more. You guys, we're throwing around the idea of instead of doing two a week, because it's quite a process to post and a podcast. Also, like we usually only do one anyways and just so feel like thinking, a failure all week. We're thinking about just doing one a week, but making it twice as long, like an hour instead yeah, of half an once hour. Once we sit down, down here in our little freezing studio slash, what is this room? It's not a studio. This is my office. It's just this an, is a room. our office. But it's cold and dark. And there's dead mice in the window. Well, once we finally get ourselves to this point, then we're ready to go. We're ready to roll. All right. This one's from Courtney. Hey, Ashley's Courtney here. I just found you guys on Facebook about two months ago, and I just love your little family, and I'm excited for y'all to have another little kiddo. But after finding you on Facebook, I found your podcast, and I started listening to Big Little Life, and I was so sad when Ash made the comment of ending the podcast, LOL, but so glad you have taking sides. It's funny how random strangers can be a lot alike in ways, and that's why I think I love your little family. The podcast isn't over. We just combined the two. Yeah, we just combined the two, and we're over here on taking sides. We're just chatting it up the same way. But that's fun that you relate to us so much and that you... uh, you have fun following along. That makes us happy. I Yeah, I said it a little harshly when I said we're axing the podcast. Yeah. It's just my way. You made Courtney sad. Tis just my way. Mm-hmm. Tis my way. <laughs> She's been watching Dairy Girls. <laughs> Man, the Irish accent is is kind of hard to understand sometimes, but it's really it's really fun. It's a wee bit hard to understand. Hey, I can't do it's it. It's hard to understand. You don't just say you're axing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You're going to make a lot of people upset. Just two questions. I've been married. If you need a good time, watch Dairy Girls on Netflix. Yeah, it's really funny. Maybe turn on the captions if you want to understand it better. I had to because I couldn't couldn't catch everything. The first two episodes. After the first two episodes, you start thinking how they speak. (laughs) And I don't need to go get some milk. I need to like translate my thoughts from Irish, Northern Irish to... Um, to like utah uh-huh. speak Could find me lucky charms <laughs> two questions i've been married for four years and it's been great but i just listened to one of your podcasts where ashley said if he's being a jerk and she's she's not gonna want to have sex oh, wait okay <laughs> let me just read this again advice from ashley <laughs> write this down this is key key advice ashley said if he's being a jerk she's not gonna want to have sex and it fell and it fell back to guys need sex to feel loved and girls need love to want sex or something like that. How would you tell your husband to get your shit together? It's turning me off. Well, here's how you say it, Courtney. Get your shit together. It's turning me off. Oh, for <laughs> enter expletive uh-huh. sake. <laughs> for, for fuk's sake. <laughs> he swears so much more after watching Dairy Girls. They swear girls. a lot in Dairy Girls. Tell him. But they say it like fuk. I'm G-rated. <laughs> In my normal life. And yeah. ever since watching Dairy Girls, my mind is, I think it's an R. Yeah, you're just getting with, just sweary with over there. You're getting sweary. Just, they just say like it's no big deal. It makes you feel like it's no big deal. Yeah. Because I get in the spot where I don't want it because he's joking too much. And I don't feel like he takes it seriously. So how would you word it? Also, we have talked about starting a podcast and I have wanted to start a YouTube channel, but we were focused on the podcast. So how do you start? Just do it. Have a random talk topic. I'm such a noob. Help. Well, we'll get to the podcast stuff later. First off, let's talk about how to tell your husband to get your shit together because it's turning me off. It, it's I, true. Like, I don't want to have... Dallin likes to make up from fights with intimacy. with like, and I, That's like the last thing I want to do after fighting, kind of. Hey, we've done it once. We've done it before, but like, I am not... The, I liked it. I just like that's not my prime time desire time for sex after we've been fighting all day like that's not how I make up from a fight like I want to actually resolve something instead of like just using this Ashley likes the mood to be right the zone to be right the house to be right the kids to be down no guests in the house I'm not like don't make me oh I wasn't I wasn't doing you the the mood and the zone as and the feels have got to be there I'm just like, let's go hide in a bathroom somewhere, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't want to like commit and, and get so, all into it and then have a kid knock on the door and, and then... Maybe but, we can, maybe there's a middle ground somewhere. But okay, so what you're asking is... <laughs> no, there's uh, not. <laughs> there's not. Consent. Right there. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, both parties need to consent <laughs> to sexual intercourse. This is our podcast. All right. Um, so she's saying he jokes around too much and doesn't take it seriously. She's wanting him to get more into it, like like I don't get the sex on like sexiness, Just and he's joking more, around like, more romantic instead of like yeah, like Roy and Pam. Where on... maybe Courtney, you've watched a few shows lately, like Bridgerton or whoa, something. Whoa, 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 Courtney, you deserve sexually what you desire sexually. I wasn't. I wasn't telling Courtney that her wants are invalid. <laughs> like, was I Courtney's invalidating Courtney's wants? Dallin, Courtney, whatever your husband no, wants I'm saying is there, what's there's best some, for you. I'm saying there's some things that you could be anchoring on right now to setting setting expectations. Which is something great to communicate which about. Which is good because you can realize what you want and what you like. And your husband should know what you want and like. Right. He'd probably be and, like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you for telling Dallin me. Dallin is always like, tell me what you tell me help me to understand you i was yeah i was not saying it's bad that you watched a show like bridgerton or something ashley just watched it and then she really liked it and she liked it and uh i think shows with some sex scenes or something in it can help you realize what you like and what you don't like yeah i'm not advocating to watch pornography i believe that you can get addicted every night like hey let's watch bridgerton no, I haven't said that once. Oh, I said that one time. Like maybe let's it watch turned it. me on a little bit, and things happened, <laughs> and now Dylan's like, "Oh, it's just, should we turn this on?" Let's. So you're saying you want to watch Bridgerton after that Fifty Shades Darker? Is that what you wanted to watch tonight? Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, no, I was saying yeah things like really that. I was not advocating to, to watch commu- pornography. Okay, go on. It's really hard to communicate about these things. I get really like embarrassed and quiet when. Dallin's like so what turns you on and I'm like I don't like whip out a notebook I turn cross in, my legs I turn into like Ash, a nun and me. I'm like oh come off it and go I don't know like I don't like talking about it I like knowing what turns you I know, on I apparently know I just gotta it's go a watch, normal desire. watch the Shh, no, Zac Efron shows and see what Zac does Zac Efron would never do those things on TV actually he not on High School Musical all I'm saying is it is a healthy conversation for you to pinpoint what gets you in the mood and to communicate that to your spouse. Like if you're like, I hate it when he like does these like weird jokes and like, don't be mean about it, but just be like, you know, like when you're that one time when it was just like so romantic, that was just my positive reinforcement. That was my, I was, that was so hot. I don't know. I can't, I don't know. Yeah, sure. And and like, I mean, have space for him. This I am not a sexual therapist. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's his thing. Don't shut him down entirely. I would love for you guys to just go meet with a sex therapist. Look, family and marriage. We family, haven't done family that. Family therapists. For the we have not. Family therapists pretty much are sex therapists. I don't. There think... are people who specialize in sex. You think? no yeah I but family not... i mean like i i've okay. looked at my syllabus coming up and i have whole classes about i wouldn't sexuality. i would want to separate this what i would want a separate sex therapist oh. <laughs> than my personal one <laughs> just where you know we're gonna talk about sex with this person well, i just i like i just want them to stay separate like i don't want personal therapists to be all deeply involved in our sex life i feel like that might be helpful context i don't think it, i don't want him to have that context okay he's been doing college he can get past you guys should know what like what turns the other person on that's a healthy good conversation to have not weird at all it might be weird the first time but just like i think there are things ashley and i did this we signed up for one month of what's it called the love box or something fantasy box. anyway the fantasy box the first box it came with a little questionnaire that you both fill out and it was really, actually, it was Dallin really helpful. was like, I knew it none a of lot these of things. things about you. Yeah, it was a lot of things we hadn't talked about before. To understand, it, it was a really good questionnaire that talks about all the different aspects, what turns you on, what do you like, what you don't like. And it, it has was like really... It like ABCD answers, so yeah, you don't so have to like... Yeah, so it gives you multiple choice, too. You don't have to... It doesn't have to come from your head. It like. helped me realize that, yeah, this is what I do like, or this isn't what I like. Going through that questionnaire. And I'm sure that there are other ones out there on the internet that you don't have to like subscribe to a all of a mystery my answers were for. like concerning me being attracted to people who were like 
very kind and gentle to children and people and mm. animals. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just circled the lingerie like one. Like the things that turned me on the most. It wasn't like... I turned on... I circled the visually, sexually engaged one, you know, yeah. and Ashley's like the loving, caring one. And I'm, I don't mean to raise my voice like it's stupid or silly or invalid. Well, you did, Del. <laughs> no. I was just saying yours is different than mine and it was good and he context. he had like no idea. He thought I was just the same as him. So I was like, all people are are stimulated visually, right? Yeah. No. And I was They're just not. Like, and not. that was really good for me to know. And it, it was a very, very I mean, good. And then it gives you like, it gives you things to try. It gives you games to play. I mean, for the record, it was really fun. I we wasn't should, geez, brave We enough. should be an affiliate for whatever it was We got like two called. boxes and it was just like. It, we felt like it was more cost more than it was no i just it made me like severely uncomfortable i actually didn't like it i I mean they send you like things to wear i'm not a lingerie girl i'm just not which is fine because i'm more of a naked person too (laughs) like let's just get naked like michael scott says i like a nice oversized (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt sleeves to my elbows love it yeah. So anyways, Paint it was really stains. good. And I'm thinking something like that could be fun for you guys. Just finding a, at least a questionnaire. Be like, you just it's, if, but it's make it cool because it's like make it fun for them and just, be like, we don't, we're just doing what the box tells us to do. That like, was uh, the good. It's not it like wasn't someone like coming, coming up yeah. with an idea and I hope they like it. I hope they don't think this is super weird. It's like somebody guiding you. It's not you guys having to do it, bring it about yourself. And again, like I chickened out after two boxes, but. Well, they were, we just didn't like what they were like, saying. I was also like, I just had James. So like, I was just not in a, I want to wear lingerie state. Right. Not that I ever have been. And you can choose actually not to receive the lingerie. Like I'm, uh-huh. you can be like. We no. were just trying it. But then, and it was also like, I was still in just, school and stuff. If we didn't want to spend money on it. Maybe we should. So maybe in a few years. No, I don't know. No, you would have kept doing but it. The, I chickened The out. questionnaire was really, really, that was the most helpful part of the whole thing. And I'm, but we only did two boxes. Right. If we should, it, maybe I'll look around and try to find something to like really that. Supposed to have really cool boxes for birthdays and holidays. Like uh, I'm sure there's couples sex questionnaires out there that help you get to know your partner better. And I'm I sure. Think, and let me, if I find one, I'll put one in the show notes of this podcast because that, that would be a good resource to have on a podcast such as this, anyways. Well, the fantasy box was kind of newish. Like their website was very not like a high end website when we found them, but I think they've grown a lot, and they now have like a whole postpartum section where like for people who are postpartum like boxes cool well maybe something like that would help you because this is definitely a conversation to have a conversation that every romantically involved couple should have where you just get to know each other and you like maybe one night it's more kind of what they like the other night it's opposite and like and just speaking as a guy i just love when ashley make proactively does things that she knows that i like like it's turns me on it's really fun and it just goes a long way to for me to feel loved by her. It speaks volumes. Right. And I feel like a million bucks. Maybe this can be something that you do for him and uh, starting having fun well, and, and start this you, conversation like... and uh, be like, I want you to know me better too. And I want to have the best sex life of any couple in the whole world. And I want to understand each other so well. And I want to have fun with you and I want it to be sexy and awesome and let's do this together. And I don't know any guy that would say no to that really. Yeah, like there was this episode of Oprah where Tim McGraw and Faith Hill came on and they were just like exuding like sexual sexual, energy, like satisfaction. I don't even know. And Oprah just said it. She was like, like she's just looked at him and kind of went quiet and then she was like you guys must have really really great sex and they weren't even talking about it like that's the goal here people that's the goal people just get a vibe from you that's funny what yeah. did they say they were just they just laughed and were like yeah yeah we have a sex therapist i don't know what they have i don't probably they probably just it's like, not something that comes about naturally that often i don't know this is another one does. of those things not for that me i but. guess couples tell themselves if they were the right one for me we would jive perfectly here it's not it's not one of those things well, and it's okay I think if you just... are you're lucky and that's awesome but it more often than not it's one of those things that you work at together and talk about and figure out and and bend here and make it a fun adventure together and it's not something that that's easier said than done but that's the goal here people yeah and if like jokes make you uncomfortable just be like when he's joking i don't know he probably doesn't want to make you feel uncomfortable and just be like 
I that I'm really confused <laughs> by your jokes. What do they mean? No, and I would say that during sex maybe is not the best time to just stop and talk about it. Maybe that happens and that's cool, but talk about it in a green light moment when it's just shut up. You heard that from at me. A date. <laughs> shut up. At a dinner or something, not like while you're in the middle of sex. What's a green light moment? What? I mean, all the people you follow on Instagram, here it comes. Ashley follows all these parenting pages to make me a better parent. (laughs) I would say it's a red light moment during sex (laughs) to start saying this stuff. Maybe wait till... It's a good way of describing something. A green light moment during dinner on a a date while the kids are gone. very chill. With a babysitter. Non-emotionally elevated time. If you were just in a chill environment like a dinner on a date or something, you're like, hey... I want to have the best sex life of any couple in the whole world with you. I'm just impressed you listen like, to me. A husband, to what husband is going to be like, nah. <laughs> He'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then be like, sweet. I want to talk about what we both like. And I want to both understand so good what the other person likes. And I want to just practice and get so freaking good at it. That we are both so sexually fulfilled. We exude sexual energy like Tim McGraw and Whoa. Faith freaking Hill. See, like, like what husband is going to say no to that? Is this coming I'm off over as... here like, ah. <laughs> is that... Feels really pressury, like a vacation all about. Oh, I'm, guess, I'm just saying from a guy's perspective, what I would love to hear from Ashley. I know, me. Del, let's go on a sex vacation and just learn and just really. I didn't say sex vacation. Is that even a thing? Oh, I thought I heard like get away for a weekend or something. Oh, no. I was just saying get so good at this. Like be the be the best at sex of any couple better than tim mcgraw and faith see, friggin I'm like, hill i don't want to be the best i just want to maybe that comes off time. as pressuring that's good to know see this is why having us both on this podcast is so good right like i don't want to maybe i mean step. i as a guy would love to hear that and be like yeah let's get the best in the whole world let's practice every day i just see but myself maybe, evolving into a person who owns like a feathery vegas outfit and no why would i i wouldn't i mean and if i wanted that but I'd just rest assured that i don't want you to wear feathery vegas outfits I'm just like mm. that's weird i just want to be ashley i want you to be ashley too yeah cool cool conversations good luck tell us how it goes let for the record, it can be awkward. If you have caught on to anything right now, it is that Ashley awkwardly talks about sex, even with Dallin. And I just get all sweaty and like, yeah. So just And know, I think that's weird and wish it was totally normal conversation. Right, and it takes sometimes. So there you have it. There you have it. But just know if it's weird, you're not alone. Um, and if it's not weird, you're also not alone. Yeah. As far as starting a podcast, anchor.fm, so easy. They make they guide you through every step of the process. Just have something you want to talk about and have kind of a theme. Yeah, you could even start with the app on your phone from Anchor and just yeah, you can literally just talk into your, your phone. phone. You don't even need microphones like we have. You can talk right into your phone, and Anchor will record it and upload it. Like it's so easy. So Anchor.fm and Spotify owns Anchor, so it's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and if you have like a solid few podcasts and you have a thumbnail and a title, then eventually. It'll get spread out to all the other podcast platforms. Anchor does it all for you. It's so easy. So I would and definitely recommend Anchor. Do what makes you happy and know that it's a long game. Like if you're like, oh, we're going to start a podcast and we're going to be like, it's going to... Just do it for other reasons besides money. I mean, you can do it for money too, but just know like it's a long game before you make before the money. money. And you, what I was saying was you have to have other things to keep you motivated besides money because like... It's, it takes a minute. It takes a long while. Like... Like the big yeah. people like Joe Rogan, they've been doing this for years and years. Like like Joe Rogan, I don't I mean, I think he started out with a radio show though. But I mean before he got a radio show. He was show, a comedian. Yeah, like it just takes it takes a long time and don't compare yourself to the big dogs because Speaking of dogs, she sent us a picture of her puppy. Oh, I love puppies. Cute. Okay, thanks so much. You guys are awesome. Writing in is so it's so, so fun to read you guys' emails and it's a fun way to like connect with the Dashley fam. So we love this podcast a lot and we will see you next week. You guys see you in the vlogs.